don't know why I'm so bad at this. Uh, I don't understand, man. All right, quick 30 seconds. So for everyone listening, we had to restart because I fucked up my headphones again. Okay, quick 30-second recap. I was playing our intro music on guitar, which we're not going to be able to hear again, unfortunately. Then we talked about how I went to a music festival this past weekend, and I saw Tame Paula and Fleet Foxes, who were incredible. And then I saw other bands, including Japan Droids, who Connor kind of knows because they have a song that goes... Remember that night when you were already in bed, got up and said, fuck it, and drink with me and said, I screwed that up that line, but that's the point of it is a girl says, fuck it, and drinks with her boyfriend and said, because that's the kind of girl Connor wants to date. Now we're up to speed. World Cup's over, France beat Croatia. All right, let's continue. That was well done. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, I'll give yourself some credit, but well done. Um, Thank you. So, <clears throat> so, anything you have to rant about? Uh... No, I don't think so. You have to rant about anything? I'm just I'm happy soccer's done. Um preseason football, eight days away, right? Eight days away. Your Bears play next Thursday. So. They do. I'm gonna be watching that bar that game at a bar in College Station, Texas. Oh, that's right, your big wedding. Yeah. Wow. You getting excited? Yeah, dude, it's going to be fun. I've never been to, like, a real wedding before, so this is going to be the first one, and it's, like, it's going to be fun because I'm going to know a lot of people there, and I'm just going to get chip-faced and be an idiot on the dance floor. But you know what? That's fun, so I'm going to do it. I just went to a wedding last weekend. How was, was it? De- it was decent, you know? It was nice. Who was it for? My cousin, Kelly. Yeah. So, but it was nice. You know, it was in Atlantic City. Oh, nice. Uh, huh? I just said, oh, nice. Yeah, so. I uh, didn't really do much, though. Didn't, like, gamble or anything. It was just a reception there. Ah, uh, yeah. So. Oh, okay. Can I tell a story? Go. Because we, we actually, ne- we haven't talked since this happened. Because it was that, it was, it was not this past Friday, but the one before. Um, and so, I didn't really have plans. I was just kind of, like, hanging out. It was Friday night. I was just kind of hanging out. My roommate texts me, and she's like, I live with a girl, for those of you who don't know. And she was like, um, I'm bringing a friend over, and we're going to go get dinner and drinks. Do you want to join us? And I was like, yeah, sure. Why the hell not? So anyway, this girl ends up being literally from Ireland, like 100% Irish. No way. Thick, thick, heavy accent. Oh, I'm in love. Dude. She was, she was cool as shit because she was just like, well, first of all, she was a she was a – she drank a lot, which was good because we just went out. Like, I was expecting a low-key night, and then by the end of the night, I was like, what in the hell happened? Um, and I'll get to that. But, no, she was a great time. Um, and she's actually – she was really into music. So me and her just, like, talked about music for a long time, and she, like, showed me some cool Irish bands beside the point. Anyway, so we we go to, like re- – because we went to get dinner first. So we go to this restaurant, and we're just getting a couple drinks and eating, and – She's just becoming best friends with everybody in, the, in like, all the, the waitresses and bartenders are just loving this girl because of her heavy accent. And she, she like, spoke shit. Like, Irish isn't a language in itself, but, like, she spoke English. But she, she had, like, the funniest phrases and um, just, like, her style of speaking was just hilarious. And I was, we were just cracking up. But then we got to this bar and she starts, like, talking to this, like, Native American guy who was just, like, plastered and he was like (laughs) he decided to sit at our table and so he sat next to her she was sitting next to me in the middle we were in like a pretty small booth so i was just like crammed in the corner 
like 20 minutes while this Native American and Irish person argued about Donald Trump's presidency. And I, I was like, how did I end up here? I was so confused. And then we went to another bar. And, and this is where it got really weird because the same guy was there somehow. But then these two other guys came and one of them, and I'm doing a poor job of retelling this story because I was decently intoxicated the whole time. So like, you know, the whole picture isn't entirely clear to me. But all I remember is, so there were two guys who came and sat at our table just randomly. And this is at like two in the morning right now. And so me and my roommate are just like sitting there while this one guy is just hitting so hard on the Irish girl. Like it was disgusting. And I, even I was just like, dude, give it a break, man. This isn't happening. But he kept going. But while he was talking to her, his buddy was distracting me and my roommate. And he was like some, some war, an Afghanistan war veteran. And he was, he was just telling stories about how he was like commanding these Afghani forces in, they were like in the hills and there was like Taliban in the, the village below. <laughs> and the Taliban started firing on this man and his troop of Iraqi soldiers and, or Afghani soldiers. And, and so he was telling a story about how he told the soldiers like, get down, like, you know, get down to cover yourselves. And because they were on, apparently they were on horseback too, for some reason, which I didn't get, but so they're all on horseback and he's telling them to get down, but they like, they interpreted, they interpreted that as not like get down as in get cover, but get down as in like get down the hill. So all of these Afghani soldiers on horseback start charging down this hill right into like this line of fire of like Taliban soldiers in like in the beds of pickup trucks with machine guns and automatic rifles just firing at them and he's telling me this story and i'm just sitting there like what the fuck dude like why why am i hearing any of these words i was so confused it was the strangest thing i've ever i've ever experienced and then finally his buddy gave up on hitting on the irish girl so we could all finally just leave my goodness i was happy to get the hell out of there but it was a pretty i mean it was about as interesting a night as i could have ever hoped for it does sound interesting. Considering where I live. Well, I have a couple questions regarding this story because I'm very interested and curious. Okay. Ask okay. away. First, what was the girl's name? Her name? Okay, her name was Una. But it was spelled O-O-G-N-A-H or like or something like that. Like O-O-H-G-N-A-H. It was, it was weird. I know it started with O-O and pronounced Una. Okay. Um... And her last name was McArdle. Una McArdle. That's awesome. Was her, yeah, very Irish name. All right. Um, secondly, um, when you're in the bar with the Native American, I'm very curious about this answer. I'm okay. going to start an argument about this. Right? Yeah. I just want to know the answer. When the Native American and the Irish girl were arguing over Donald Trump's presidency, who was on whose side? Uh, the pro-Trump and the Irish girl thought, and to use her words, a downright arse, I believe is what she referred to him as. That's awesome! <laughs> <laughs> I can just picture this. A Native American and an Irish girl who has called him an arse. no but the worst part about that was that like i said we were in a pretty small booth and this guy just like rammed his way into my side of the booth with una and so i was just pinned against like literally like pinned against the wall how this even how that 
argument even start? I don't even remember, Connor. I was decently drunk at this point, and right. I don't remember qu- how. Next question is, when you say decently drunk, I know you don't drink a lot anymore, so how many drinks did you have in your system? Um, I would have been on drink number either five or six at that point. And what time frame? In about, oh... Between two and two and a half hours, maybe. Okay, for you. Okay, I was just curious. But I could be off. I mean, because at that bar, at that bar in particular, we took shots at some point, which I don't remember. And well, I remember taking them, but I don't remember specifically when. And then, you know, there were other drinks involved. And have you ever yeah. blacked out? Uh, one time, twice. Well, no, no, we'll go with once. Freshman year. Freshman year at a frat thing, I'm guessing. Yeah, it was Saint. It was State Patty's Day. Freshman year. Nice. All right. Awesome. Um. Wow. What, are you gonna have another Friday night like last Friday? No, probably never again. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Strange things like that rarely happen to me. Because I tend to just go to bed before anything interesting happens. <laughs> but I powered through because this girl was so entertaining. It was just like listening to her accent was just so much fun for me. I don't know why. I was getting such a kick out of it. Uh, yeah, I didn't have any. I don't have anything interesting going on for the record. Usually I get myself into interesting or messed up situations, but I haven't in a while. It's kind of, kind of dull. Yeah, well, probably you know. it's probably a good thing though that my life is dull right now, so I won't yeah. complain too much. Oh shit! But hey, yo, so I've noticed this too. Are you are you done with your story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I've noticed this. You can tell because I drive to work every day. I see. I yeah. to, I'm I'm going through intersections and shit like that. You can tell how politically correct someone is. By the way, they handle situations at a stop sign. Like, what do you mean? Explain that. If someone goes up to a stop sign with everyone else, like, coming to the stop, they will let the, another, like, three people go before they finally take charge and go. Okay? The politically incorrect people will just stop the stop sign, not look at anybody's direction, and just blow through. And just be like, okay, I'm going through this. It's a theory of mine. All right? I can't really test it out. But it's a theory of mine that you can tell how, how politically, politically correct someone is by how they handle stop sign situations. That's fair. Any thoughts? Well, I mean, I was always, I don't know if you're the same way, but I was always taught you always, I mean, if, if it's a tie, essentially, the person on the right goes. So if like I am come, if I'm going straight and the person to my right is going straight and we get there at the same time, I let them go and then I go. But if the person, if I get there at the same time as somebody on my left, I should have the right of way. Yeah, that's fair. That's how I was always taught. Yeah. But you know, some people just can't handle that. Oh, here's what I have to rant about. I'm sorry. We're talking about cars. Yeah, go ahead. When you're driving on a highway, and there's a 
um, a lane for people to coming on the highway, like they're merging onto the highway. Yeah. Get out of that lane. <laughs> get out of it. Get out of it. Get out of it. If you're the right hand lane, and say a, there's a lane for merging traffic coming onto the highway or whatever, coming from right to left, and you're in the right hand lane, and there's space to the left and left hand lane, move the fuck over. It pisses me off so freaking much when people do that. Okay, now I, I actually, I'm glad you bring this up because I drive on the highway to work every day. And so I, and there are quite a few entrance ramps and it, it is busy in the morning. And I, while I agree wholeheartedly with everything you've said, what pisses me off to no end, to no end, is when I'm in the left lane passing a car in front of me and I, I there's still room, like I haven't, become parallel or like completely next to that car yet or whatever so there's still room but i am clearly going faster than that car but as another car approaches from the ramp the car that i'm passing gets into my lane and forces me to fucking slam on the stupid brakes has to i have to stop my cruise control and i have to slow down for this this guy to you know in his mind he's doing the right thing right he's getting over but at that point if i'm passing you and i'm fairly close at that point i think the guy I'm passing should slow down to let the other guy get on the entrance ramp. So I don't have to. That's just my thoughts. No, but it's like I said, if there's room, move the fuck over. If there's not room, speed the hell up and get out of the people. Or slow down. Yeah. Just, just don't, don't make me slow down. I'm in the left lane. I want to keep my cruise control on and I don't want to turn. My goal is to get to work every day without having to turn off my cruise control once to break while I'm on the highway. I don't think I've ever used cruise control. Oh, dude, it's a lifesaver. I, I just don't use it. I don't see the point. Well, I mean, whenever I go back to Chicago, and I do often enough, there's one highway that I'm on, and I'm on that highway for 138 miles. So it's, you know, it's an hour and 20 minutes. No, no, no. It's an hour and a half or so, because I'm normally going about 75 miles an hour. So it's an hour and a half, hour 45, whatever. That's a not the point. But while you were driving for that long, my foot cannot be on the gas for that long. I need to just, like, put on cruise control and let my leg be free. See, I don't have that problem, so I don't use it. Oh, well. I am the you. I seriously don't think I've ever used cruise control in my <clears> life. <throat> not on purpose, at least. Never once? I mean, just give it a shot one day. Just go for it. It's It's... You'll under like because I didn't use it until like I was in college, I think, or whatever. But you you start using it, and you're like, "Why did I never use this before?" It's it's actually it's pretty great. Well, the one time like when I got my new car, I accidentally hit like the cruise control button, and it felt like so I was like driving and didn't realize it was on, and it felt like there was like an extra jolt of energy in my car for some oh. reason, but. I don't no, but I've never used it on purpose or like set it like purposely using it. I think in my life, and that's not an exaggeration. That's just saying I. Jeez. I don't. I don't think I've ever done it. Huh. How how long is your drive to work? Uh, like twenty eight minutes, half hour. Not bad. Is it an easy commute or just? Yeah, it's, well, it's easy, but right now it sucks because the road I would normally take to get there is under construction, and you can only go one way, and it's 
it's like when I leave work and I'm going towards the highway from work, I can take that road, but I can't take it to work in the morning. So I have to, it's like, it's probably it adds seven minutes onto my commute going around, which is a pain in the ass. It is, but it's seven minutes and not like 20 minutes. Yeah, but seven precious minutes. <laughs> True. I mean, I wake up the same at the same time every day. Yeah, um, I, I wake up at the same time. I leave at the same time. I get to work at the same time. But I could save seven minutes if I didn't have to take a detour. I mean, I don't leave at the same time. I, I, leave, with, I leave within a two or three minute period. Um, two or three minute, uh, what do you call it? Win- window, yeah. yeah. That's the word. So, That's pretty good. But, how, how long is your commute? Like 20 minutes. It's not bad. No, I made it in 15 once, but yeah. that's because I hit every light and there was no traffic. Yeah. Dude, I'm not going to lie, though. When I was living in Midland and my commute was seven or eight minutes, depending on how I hit the lights, like, it sucks I did that because now 25 minutes more or, less, or even more is like, seems like eternity to me. It's just so annoying. <laughs> I loved being able, it was literally like two miles through like residential area and I was at work. Yeah. But I, I like, the, I like, I think my commute is perfect just because I have enough time to wake up in the car as well as listen to music, like going there to like, you know. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do listen to music, which is nice. Like if you, your, your commute, that your commute, that's only like a song or two. I mean, or two or three songs tops. Yeah, but I was fine with that because I, I mean, I, don't, I listen to music all day at work. Like, I have headphones in the whole day. Well, I just started doing that, actually. It makes the day go by faster, in my opinion. Uh, it's just annoying because I would, like, when I'm on phone calls, I have to, like, pause the music because, like, I'm fearful that, like, I'll get distracted by the music or something. I don't know. I'm gonna yeah, well, that's what I do. I mean, I, yeah, if I have a phone call, I turn it off. It's not like I just listen to music while I'm on the phone. Well, I might do that tomorrow, honestly. Do it. It's great. Let's see what happens. But, um, I'm at five months next week or two weeks from now. Really? Damn, dude. That's yeah. a, I feel like it, it doesn't, even like as an outsider, it doesn't feel like it's been that long. Right? Is that five months? So, wait. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, two weeks from now, it's five months. Did you, so you would have, no way, because you didn't start in March. I started in April, but April... April, May, June, July, that's four months. Oh, but starting my fifth month. Yeah, so you will have completed oh, okay. four, okay. Okay. Ah. Still. Yeah, dude, remember when we were in Pittsburgh? <laughs> that seems like forever ago. Yeah, that, that trip. Yeah. It was fun, though. Was... I had a good time. Yeah, I had a good time for the most part, you know, just a little, little bit of a Connor Bortz moment, but you know, uh, um, so, um, I'm trying to do like, you know, how I'm trying to do every professional stadium now. Yeah. I planned out that I'm going to hit Baltimore Ravens and the MetLife Stadium where the Giants and Jets play. Yeah. And then 
like the first week of January, I'm gonna hit uh, the devil where the devils play. So I will I will have completed two cities in in just like a matter of six months. So it's pretty good. And then I have get, get ready for this number twenty nine more trips to take. That's not actually terrible. If you do like, even if you did one a year, you'd still be done before you retire. Well, that's what I plan to do. Just one a year. I mean, yeah. it took it took me fourteen years to do every baseball stadium. Yeah. So. Well, and the problem is, I mean, like, baseball is nice because you can do like a couple cities over a weekend and catch a game each day. Whereas with football, I mean, you get one day a week. You can't like, you know, combine two cities into a trip unless you wanted to take 10 days off or whatever. Well, here's what I plan on doing. Like, I, like I told you before, I'm going to do like a weekend at like Denver or something or like just any city and I'll like try to plan up where like a Friday night or Saturday, I hit a, a basketball or, or hockey arena. Yeah. And then football Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. And even I was thinking about this too. If I plan it up right, like trips like out to Oakland or San Francisco, I can hit, or even like Dallas and Houston. If they play at on a Sunday night and then Monday night, or a Sunday and then Monday, I can. Yeah, true. Yeah, although Oakland's not really anymore. Yeah, I already saw. I already saw where they played too, because the A's play there. Oh, true. But, I mean, they're moving to Las Vegas now, so you're going to have to go. Right, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Also, you know what You know what idea I like that I'd be down to steal? Will and Amanda's see Penn State play at every Big Ten stadium. That'd be all right. I mean. I just want to go to every Big Ten stadium. I, I mean, I've been to a few. I mean, I've been. I mean, I, I five, at least been, five. Uh, which five? Illinois, Northwestern, Michigan, yeah. Michigan State, Beaver, Beaver Stadium. Yeah, true. I've been to five, so I only have nine more. It's not that hard. No, and like you live in Big Ten country too. So, well, I mean, at this point, the only close ones left are Purdue and Indiana, and Wisconsin is not terribly far, and I guess Ohio State's not that far either. Okay, yeah, so really, so really, the only hard ones are like, and even Minnesota's not that bad. So really, the only hard ones are like Iowa, and Nebraska, and Rutgers, and Maryland. Yeah, I mean, I would. I mean, like to me, like I want to see Michigan, Michigan Stadium, the Big House, like really bad. That's been on my list of stadiums to hit for a while. Yeah. Um, the Horseshoe, I want to take a shit. On, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've noticed like it doesn't like have a calling card like the big house. Um, and I think the only other ones I would, I would really want to see are Camp Randall, where Wisconsin plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, Nebraska, just because they used to have a legendary football program. Not so much anymore, but. Yeah, I, I actually, well, I wouldn't mind seeing Iowa, like, on one of those classic Iowa upset bid games where they somehow always seem to either win or hang in. But, but here's the thing with Big Ten stadiums. Like, you go from 
Beaver Stadium, um, the Horseshoe, the Big House, like these are all huge stadiums. And even um, I think Wisconsin has like an eighty or nine. Yeah, stadium. yeah. But then you go to these other stadiums like Northwestern, Illinois, Rutgers, even Maryland that are like thirty thousand. Yeah, I mean, but that's kind of couldn't you say that with like any conference? Not really. I mean, well, like, name a conf like name a conference where they're all big stadiums. SEC. Think of the okay. You go to Kentucky. You go to Vanderbilt. You go to Mississippi State. Those aren't that big. No, but the majority are. Look at Alabama, ninety-two thousand, or I think they reach a hundred thousand. Yeah, they are over a hundred. Yeah, and then Georgia's big. I know Florida's pretty big. Tennessee's huge. Tennessee's huge. Auburn's <laughs> pretty big. LSU. Auburn, LSU. Um, freaking Texas A&M is huge. Like that's seven stadiums right there. We just named. That's more than half the conference. Yeah, okay, but, okay, let's go back to the Big Ten. The Big Ten, first of all, has, like, three of the top four biggest, right, in Michigan, Penn State, and Ohio State. And then, I mean, Wisconsin's 80, Nebraska's 80, Michigan State's 75, Iowa's over 70. Um, Am I missing any? I don't think so. But those, I mean, those are pretty big. I mean, yeah, I guess, I mean, you do get some smaller ones, but. There are some big stadiums in the Big Ten. Yeah, but it's top-heavy. That's what I'm saying. Like, you go from one, one, uh, what do you call it? One extreme to the other. Right away. I guess. Yeah, I, I guess. Come on, I'm trying to look this up. Uh, I don't think I can find it. Oh, here we go. You ready? Yeah. All right. I'm just going ABC order because that's what it's listed as. Okay. Illinois, 60. Indiana, yeah. 53. Iowa, 71. Maryland, 52. Michigan, 107. Well, 108. Michigan State, 75. Minnesota, 52. Nebraska, 87. Northwestern, 47. Ohio State, 105. Penn State, 107. Purdue, 57. Rutgers, 52. Wisconsin, 80. So there's only one below 50, and that's Northwestern at 57. 47. 47, yeah. Which isn't bad, dude. I mean, 50,000 people is pretty big. But just think about it. You're going, like, take... Yeah, you literally double the size of that when you get to the bigger ones. I know. But that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, hold on. Let me find the SEC's title. Uh, we call it. And here, and I get... I mean, you can't say that the only thing that makes a good football environment is the size of the stadium, though. No, but... Those those state. I mean, when you go to a Rutgers against Penn State, are you wait to clarify this? Are you doing Penn State playing at every Big Ten title or Big Ten school or just seeing no, the stadium? No, I I just like the idea of it. I don't know. No, I, I don't know. I was just was all right. Like, but either way, if you, say you, if you have a game at Rutgers and they're facing Penn State, it's going to be the majority of Penn State. Which games. I'm. I don't see the problem with that. But I'm saying like. 
you're like I don't have a problem with that either because we would take over, but like you're not seeing like that fan base like true side or true. That's colors, because but... they don't have a true fan base, Connor. Well, that's what I'm saying though. Like, 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 like you said, like not all like stadiums matter about the size. Like, it's just gonna be another home game. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I've gone back and forth with this so many times with, like, how if if I go to, like, every professional sports stadium, like, in America, out of the big four, I thought either, like, don't do it because it's a stupid idea or, like, why wait, why spend the money on other stadiums if you're not going to see your own team? Like, what's better? Like, spending $1,000 to go to, like, LA for a weekend to see all those stadiums or spend a thousand dollars on like Eagle tickets or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I'm torn, but <coughs> here, li- listen to this. All right. Okay. SEC. Bama, again, ABC order. Yeah. Bama, 102. I guess Arkansas has two stadiums, but. What? Oh. Uh. They have two listed. I don't know. But yeah. we'll do the primary one. 76,000, Arkansas. Auburn, 87. Florida, 89. Georgia, 92. Kentucky, 61. LSU, 102. Mississippi, like Old Miss, yeah. 64. Mississippi State, 61. Missouri, 71. South Carolina, 80. Tennessee, 102. Texas A&M, 103. Vanderbilt, 40. So, yeah, so the average is bigger, no doubt. They have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They have eight over 80,000, and the Big Ten has one, two, three, four, five, they have five. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. But, like, we talked about, like, what, two talks ago? That, like, there's some things I want to see. And, like, Michigan I want to go to. Like, like Texas A&M. Like, definitely a Georgia game. Like, that type of thing. Like, like going to a game at Purdue just sounds like a 12-hour drive for me to just be at a Penn State game. Yeah, I know, but. If one day, say, like back in the old days, Purdue gets good and Penn State at Purdue is somehow like a big game, then why not? Yeah, why not? I mean, it's it'd be a cool thing to say, like, hey, or it's a cool thing to say at a bar, like, hey, I've been to every Big Ten stadium. Like, that's cool. Like, it is. But, like, I don't know. Some stadiums are just like, yeah. Yeah, I got you. I, no, I see what you're saying. Can I change the topic real quick? Because something just popped in my mind. So Go. there's so right by where I live, there's like this place where you can do. Have you ever seen those? It's called like a pedal pub, where you essentially it's like a giant. It's like a trolley looking thing, but everybody sits around it and pedals it like a bike, which is what makes it move. And then you just drink while you're on it. You ever okay. Seen, have you? Do you know? Have any idea what I'm talking about right now? Have you ever seen those before? They gotta no. be all. Over, they gotta be all over Philly. But anyway, 
it looks like so much fun. You literally just like bike around, like you have a, a, a I guess a guide, the person steering it, but you literally just pedal, which is what propels your trolley, whatever forward. And it's just like a bar in the middle. So you, you just drink. People do it all the time here. Cause this place is like, like I said, right next to where I live. And so they kind of, they come back, they come by my apartment and they usually start like seven o'clock at night. And it, I don't know how long it takes, but it looks like, it looks like something really fun. So why don't you do it sometime? I don't know, I'd have to find, like, it's, they, you need, like, 15 people to do it, and I don't even think I know 15 people here. What about get your friends and host them at your apartment one night? They don't want to come here. Why? I don't know. They've already been here once. It's not like there's anything new. <laughs> I mean, whatever. I don't know. You can come. You... <laughs> You, Derek, Will, Amanda can come, and we'll do it. Go to Midland again? I don't know. <laughs> no, well, hey, it's, hey, 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 it's it's Bay City. It's not Midland. Bay City. Bay City. I mean, maybe. I mean, once, once if I ever get to do my cross country road trip, I'll I might stop there. I mean, it's pretty out of the way. It is, but it's very out of the way, actually. I can. Yeah. I already planned it out, dude. If I ever take it, I have stops. Like, every state, it'd be awesome. I'm pretty sure you've, like, shown me your map before. Or, oh, like, your plans. This would be awesome. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to take it, though. Oh, you'll be able to. Oh. The next time you're looking for a new job, just, like, take a month off before you switch and just do it then. That's what I should have done when I got, like, when I dropped out of school and then got this job. But I was an idiot and didn't do that. Yeah. You'll have time. You'll do it. I know you. You'll do it. Probably. Yo, so I'm looking up. Sorry. I just have to say this right now because I forget about it. I looked up, like, college football stadiums, and I looked up, like, the capacity of each one, like, sorted it and shit like that. Yeah. And then it shows record for number of people at the given stadium at one time. Yeah. Obviously, the record is Michigan, but guess how many people were at a game once? At a Michigan game? Yeah, the record for college football. So it's a football game. It's not just the size of the no. arena. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with 112,000. 115,000. Wow. Where do they put 10,000 extra? Or what do they have, 108? Where do they put 7,000 extra people? I don't know, dude. I guess. Random like standing room only. Does it press does, box. Does it say what game it was? The Notre Dame game. What Notre Dame game? The our the one under the lights. Our sophomore year. It was in 2013. Uh, I'm not remembering this, but I'll take your word for it. It, it was the game under the lights that had that last second touchdown. I think. I don't. I don't remember it. That might be the but whatever it was. It was no. It, it was a game against Notre Dame in 2013. So hmm. cool. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see what happens. The small stadium in Division One right now is 15,000 people. Who is it? Charlotte. They're a D1 team. Yeah, they just became D1 a couple of years ago. Okay. 
How's the weather out there? It is like a beautiful night. It's it cl- sounds beautiful. It's clear skies. Starting to see a little bit of stars. Excellent temp, probably in the mid seventies. I do like it because I'm on my my balcony right now and it overlooks the river. So I'm just looking out at the river, enjoying a lovely evening. Do you have a drink in your hand? No. Dude, I drank so much this past weekend, I needed to, like, take a break. You're going to drink a lot next weekend, too. And this weekend. I'm going to another music festival this weekend and then the wedding next weekend. And then I finally have a break in my life, which is... Like, everything I've ever had to do since I moved here has, like, been condensed in the past month. But but then it's football season in, like, a month, too, so... Yeah, true. Dude... I'm so excited to be back at Penn State. I think about it a lot. Just like, I just can't wait for it to be like Friday morning because Friday morning, you still, it's like the atmosphere is already unreal because everybody's just getting hyped up. You, you still have all of Saturday to look forward to. Friday, it's just like a Friday atmosphere, Friday before home game atmosphere in State College is my favorite thing in the world. And I just cannot wait to be back on campus on a Friday night or a Friday afternoon or whatever. Just, Feeling the energy and the electricity in the air and just fucking going to the bars and just being there, dude. I'm so excited. Dude, I'm excited too, but just think about it too. Two things that like I, I'm very excited for. Like when you wake up and people are going to classes. Yeah. And you could just like go somewhere and just walk around. Yeah, no, I love doing that. Yeah. Then another thing is but another thing is it is the last weekend of September. Knock on wood. But this should be the most beautiful weekend we've probably ever had for a football game. Well, I don't know, dude. Last year was tough to beat for the, Michi- for the Michigan game. Awesome. Could not have asked for better weather. Could not have asked for a better game. Like, perfect weekend. Dude, I, I remember taking off my underwear. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, it was warm. It was awesome. Oh, my God. And the tailgate and the... Just all the girls, and then the food, and then the booze, and then my Will Watson is soft sign, which is legendary, and I never got on TV, so I'm very disappointed in that. But and then Penn State, Penn oh, State dude. beat them up. Like you couldn't have asked for a better weekend, in my opinion. No, you couldn't, dude. I will never forget that that second play. Just Saquon took it to the barn, scored. like 65 yards, dude. Unreal. That. That was, and that was like that was the week that we were ranked number yeah, two. Yeah, we were. Too. Yeah. So that place was absolutely yeah. bonkers. <laughs> I gotta believe that game, and even like that play, almost probably secured some recruits for us because they, if they were, because a lot of recruits were at that game, and they were probably just like, "Holy shit!" Like, if this is what I get to play in front of, I'm here. Like, I would be like that if I were a recruit. Well, I think they picked up a lot of commits. Yeah, just, dude, just imagine you're a high school kid thinking about playing football in college, and you see Saquon Barkley just take it 65 yards for a touchdown on the second play of the game, and you just hear Zombie Nation go off, Beaver Stadium just goes insane. That's got to be the coolest thing in the world to be able to think, I could be on that field a year from now or whatever, you know. I could be playing here. That's got to – It's got to be helping recruits oh, yeah. right now too. That dude, that that's probably. I'm, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. That is probably game day week. No, it's. Yeah, I know we've talked about this, and I think it's a. There's a very good shot. 
there's no good games that weekend. That is, and that's a great game to go with, but there's like no like marquee matchups. Yeah, well, yeah, but that game is a marquee matchup considering both teams are probably going to be pretty highly ranked as of that weekend, and that game will probably have huge implications for the for the Big Ten East. Yeah, because just think about it. I, like I said before, I, I think whoever wins that game wins the Big Ten East. But just like everything else, like if say Penn State loses, they would have to realistically win out the rest of their time to go. And like think about if Ohio State loses, they still have to face everyone else, and it just it just sets it up everything. Yeah, like, that is going to be. No, the Big Ten East is going to be really interesting this year. I think just because. It's it's good. Like the teams are good, they're all very good. And real, I think flip a coin between Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State. I think Michigan State was a fluke year last. Well, year. dude, you can say that, but you can also look at the fact that they are re- returning like eighteen starters, which has to say something. Like you can't go ten and three and return eighteen starters and not be good again. I know, but like, I get that, but it's not a like a great team. Like, yeah, it's like they have talent, but it's not like a Michigan talent or a Ohio State talent. Yeah, but I think they are coached very well. I think Mike Mike D'Antonio, whatever his name is, I think he's a hell of a coach, and I think he knows how to work with the talent he has. It's like Wisconsin, dude. They never get blue chip five star recruits, but they just know how to develop players and win games. You're right, but like. So it's the exact option of Michigan. Yeah, yeah, who gets all the best recruits and then has average years. Yeah, exactly. So I was looking – you know one of my favorite sites is 24-7 yeah. Sports. So, like, they have right now – they have Michigan as the ninth best recruiting class. For and it goes off 2019? Football. Okay. Yeah. So they go off, like, points. Like, if you get, like, a, like a five-star, like – 95 overall player, you get this okay. amount of points, and they base the recruit classes off those okay. points. Michigan has 18 recruits, which is all fine and dandy, yeah. right? But 10 of them are three stars. Oh. Like, it's so top-heavy. Like, they'll go from, like, having, like, four top, like, 200 players to having players that are ranked, like, 600 and below. Yeah, okay, but... Like, he got a, like, what was Saquon? A hundred and, like, tenth or oh, something. Oh, he was that high up? Oh, I didn't yeah. think so. Okay. I mean, yeah, rankings don't mean shit because half the time, like, again, like you said, like, coaches develop players, players grow in their bodies, yep. yada, yada, yada. But, like, at the same time, if you're Michigan, like, you got to be recruiting better than this shit. Who knows? I, I don't know recruiting as well as you do. I, I'm i sure there's strategy behind it. Yeah, there's strategy because they're not recruiting. They can't get any of their commits from the state of Michigan. No. Here, I'll, I'll pull up the state, the state rankings from in-state rankings. All right. So, out of the top ten, according to 24-7 Sports, the top ten recruits from Michigan yep. – Guess how many Michigan has committed? And they're all committed, by the way. Three. Guess how many are committed? Three. Huh? Two. Oh. Where are the rest going? So, 
one number the one the number one recruit is going to Wisconsin. Two and three are going to Michigan State. Four is going to Michigan. Five LSU. Six Ohio State. Seven Purdue. Eight Penn State. Nine Colorado. And then ten. Oh jeez, that's not great for them. They're dude, and it's a good class. Like it's not like Pennsylvania's class. Like all these. Besides the last two, eight out of the ten people are ranked 90 or above. Jeez. So, we will see what happens. But again, I don't think Michigan State is going to be great. We'll see. I don't think you can really ever count them out, but I'll, uh, I guess we'll see. Like, they're sched- Dude, their schedule's good. Well, they have, they to- have all... They're like... They're like us. They're like uh, Penn State, yeah. where they have all their tough, tougher games at at home. They have like, no. Michigan they have they Ohio have State. one tough game on the road. Yeah, I was saying they're like Penn State that have all their tough games, or, or yeah, all their tough games at home. No, Michigan State. I'm saying has one tough game on the road, so not all of their tough games at home because they go to Penn State, which I like to think would be a tough game for them. Yeah, that's one tough game. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm being technical. Because, yeah, they they get Michigan at home. They get Ohio State at home. I don't know who else they play this year from the West. I'm looking at that schedule now. They have to go go at Nebraska. mm, You know, well, Nebraska's wild card this year, in my opinion. I think I think watch out for Nebraska in the next couple years. Yeah, no, I think he'll get them there. I just don't know if they're going to be there this year. No, no, no. But, like, dude, like, who's there? Yeah, they're they're home for Purdue and Northwestern. Like, they got a soft schedule. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. I'm hoping that our Arizona State game trips them up in the, early in the year. Yeah, they do have to go to – don't they go to Arizona State? Yeah. That's a tough one. See what happens. I don't know. I, oh yeah, Ohio State plays TCU to start the season. Oh, do they really? Too. Shit. And Penn State or um, Michigan Notre Dame, plays yeah. Notre Dame Notre this Dame. year too. Couple good preseason games Let's see. in the Big Ten. Same here. But I mean, yeah, Ohio State has to face. TCU the third weekend of college football. That'd be a good game. Where is it at? Uh, uh, Dallas Stadium. I so think. it's essentially a home game for TCU. Basically. Hmm. I mean, they end the season at Michigan State, at Maryland, Michigan. Yeah. Take out Maryland, that's... Well, and you never know about Michigan, but... At Michigan State, they're a tough team to beat at home. Yeah, they're. If it wasn't for, I was going to say the Big Go Ten ahead. East is going to come down to the last couple weekends. Like I guarantee, it's going to be back and forth all season. Like I don't think one team is going to just like win out or you know be a step above the rest. I think it's going to be a tight race until you know like the last couple weeks of the year. Yeah, that's how what. 
what it's going to come down to is it's going to be a three-way tie type of thing. It's going to be like yeah. Penn State beats Ohio State. Ohio State beats Michigan. Like that yeah, type yeah. of thing. That always that always. I'm looking at Michigan. Michigan has to go at Michigan State mm-hmm. this year. They play home for Wisconsin, home against Nebraska. Home against us. And then at Ohio State, right? Yeah. But they also have to go at True. Notre Dame. First game of the year too, which will be a big one. Let's go Irish. Yeah, I go Irish. I mean, I hate both teams. I hate Notre Dame more than I hate yeah. Michigan. My grandpa loves Notre Dame, so for his sake. Yeah, 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 dude. My Italian side, my Italian side, they all like Notre Dame. <laughs> makes zero sense. That's all right. I don't know. The Catholics stay with Catholics. I guess. Yeah, true. Yeah. All right, man. I I hate to cut you off, but I probably have to Go wrap ahead. this up in the next couple minutes. That's fine. I know how 45 here. It's almost bedtime. I've not been sleeping great. I need to like go to bed and try and sleep like a real person. I've been getting shit sleep too, but that's yeah. You're always been, so. you've always been a bad sleeper. All right, dude. I'll let you go then. All right, man. Well, uh, yeah. Next Wednesday, I will be available. I don't think I have a softball game next Wednesday. So, or if you're free Thursday, I could. Broadcast live from College Station, Texas. We're gonna do it. Oh, I'm gonna go to a bar to watch the Bears game, but I'll just fucking do it at the bar, dude. I don't care. Uh, you go to Riley's. I'll go to whatever bar I find, and we can just do it from bars. Wait, I work. I work until ten. Gosh, shit, time. that's Watson. Well, that's nine Central Time, so I'd still be able to. Well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if you want to do it. What time do you start work at? 5.45. Oh, shit, so you don't really have time. Okay. Well, then, yeah, I'll just plan for Wednesday, then. All right. Yeah, we'll pl- plan for Wednesday to see if that works. I mean, it works for me because I don't ever work extra hours on – Yeah, on it should be good. It's, so. I mean, the only thing that depends on is what time I can because if I have softball or not. We'll determine what time I can. But I don't think I do have a game because I have it on Monday, so I don't think I have it on Wednesday. So, But I'll, I'll we'll figure it out. All right, dude. And then Thursday, you can watch that preseason yeah. game. Which I plan on now that I know it's the Bears. All right, dude. I'll let All you right, go. man. I'll talk All to right, you. See you.